Hey everyone, I'm Stephanie. I'm a book-loving, notebook-hoarding reader and writer on a mission to change lives one book and one notebook at a time. And this is the Get Literate Podcast. On this podcast, we explore the power of leading literate lives. We talk all things books and reading, notebooks and writing, and everything in between to make our lives better. And no matter what better means to you, the pages inside books and notebooks can help us get there. So each week, we'll mix together books, notebooks, mindful practices, and creativity to cultivate a life we love. Now grab a notebook and your TBR list, and let's get literate. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Get Literate podcast. I am thrilled to introduce you to today's guest. She has been an inspiration in my own notebooking and journaling life for quite some time. Um, And while I tend to be rather linear and boring and productive in my notebook, I have loved how today's guest is more creative and colorful and curious in her journal pages, which is something that I am always trying to do more of. So everyone, I am thrilled to welcome Christy Zimmer to the podcast today. Welcome, Christy. So glad to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. It is, it's been a highlight on my calendar uh, for a little while. So to give readers a little bit of background, um, and some of them might even remember when I first shared the very first printable page that I found of yours in my in my community, um, I first found you when I saw this beautiful, creative, colorful, spacious letter A on the page. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. with that letter A, some really lovely thematic words that start with A that encouraged us, encouraged journalers, notebookers to think about their lives in a different way. It, it wasn't your traditional notebooking page. It wasn't, um, you know, a, a specific journaling prompt. It was this really creative way of thinking outside of the box. Now, I love picking a word of the year right? The intention. I actually pick one for every month because I just can't seem to stick to one uh, for the entire year. And so when I saw that page, it just, it just checked all the boxes for me. It had the thematic words, it had the color, it had the creativity I needed. And it was just, it was a little bit outside of the box. And since I love books and reading and writing, the alphabet theme just had me at hello. So that was the very first page that I I first saw of yours. You're all the way up to letter U now on your website. So you definitely have more pages, which I have have so enjoyed. But I I truly admire your style of journaling. I admire how creative it is and how you let me be creative without having to do any work. <laughs> I just need to borrow it from you. So let me turn it over to you. How about you go ahead, introduce yourself to listeners and, and let us know a little bit more about you and your journaling. Oh, oh great. Thanks. I, it's, it's wonderful to hear that you found me at the, um, at the alphabet inspired journal pages. And I think they really embody um, a really important aspect of my own journaling, which is that I'm always trying to kind of push the boundaries of what journaling can be. Um, 
of how we can explore in our journals and what we can discover in our journals. Um, and so that was, so one of the rules I started off with when I created those alphabet inspired journal pages was to um, try to develop prompts that I've never used before using words that I don't, that I either don't use very often or haven't used before. And I've tried to follow that through with the whole alphabet. Um, so I've, I kind of jumped ahead there, but yes, my name is Christy Zimmer. Um, I am first and foremost a journaler, a lifelong journaler. Um, and I share a lot of my approach to journaling on the internet uh, in the form of blog posts and a newsletter um, and printable uh, digital journal pages uh, that people can, I have a huge selection on my website, people can download pages and then people, there are pages for purchase as well. Um, and just to really share my like, all abiding love for journaling and for for the kind of exploration um, and self-discovery that can happen in your journal, um, the, the kind of um, growth and development that can happen in your journal. I really see journaling as a tool. Um, I think it might be hard to tell from my pages because they really are colorful and um, outside the box, but um, you know, at the core of everything I do is the idea of reflection, of um, self-reflection, and and then also the role that reflection plays in learning. So um, that I that creeps into I hope every single journal page that I make. Um, and I know when we talked before, you were going to you know you wanted to know about my uh, my own journal story. So I don't know if that's a good if this Please. is a good time. Please. Yes. Do. Okay. And actually, I'll interrupt you, though, and just say, yeah, I, I feel like and this is why I admire your work so much is that it is colorful and creative, but every single page has such intention. And that that's why I love it. You've managed to do both in these pages. Oh, thank you. A pretty that's a pretty big feat, right? You're <laughs> you know, I, I kind of joke like I feel like we're very similar notebookers in the fact of we use our notebooks for the same reason. We have a lot of similar prompts that we bring to the notebook, mm -hmm. except yeah. I'm that right side of the brain, just put it all on the line paper and you've managed to add the left side of the brain <laughs> to it, which is admirable. <laughs> well, and that's, I mean, that's purpose and intention is the whole, is is really, um, and that's what, that's the work that we do in our journal, right? Um, and my favorite, my very favorite um, definition of reflection is thinking with a purpose. That's what reflection is, right? Um, and there's a lot to that. There's so many directions you can go. There's so much you can get out of that. But at its at its core, at the beginning, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of, that's how I approach for sure my own journaling um, in my own notebooks and in my own pages, and then also for sure in the in the prompts that I share um, on my website. Yeah, that yeah. is clear. But I interrupted you. So now tell us. No. <laughs> I just think so. Um, I am a lifelong journaler uh, as I've always journaled. And the format of journaling of putting thoughts into words has always just been um, uh, just felt like home to me. It's it's how I think. Um, and I, and that's because I know, I know why it's because I have a, I think a pretty harshly critical inner voice. I have a, a, a tough inner critic. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And, and so in journaling, in my journal, I'm able to connect with another part of myself, with another voice, a more supportive, a more encouraging, um, a more action oriented voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so in many ways growing up um, and still now, um, you know, when I'm struggling, journaling has really been a lifeline for me, um, a place to, it's been a, a way to find perspective um, you know, when you feel pessimistic about things, it's a wonderful way to find perspective. In your journal, you can explore um, so many, di- you can explore an issue from so many different perspectives uh, that it can be really helpful that way to get you out of kind of a negative mindset. Um, and my journal voice is funny <laughs> and encouraging and um, always wants to know, okay, what's the next step? What can we do next? Um, so, so that's really been, so I've really built my journal practice around that, around accessing that, um, you know, kinder, gentler part of myself that really encourages me to continue to move forward. Um, and that sees setbacks and failures because they happen to all of us as opportunities to learn, um, as data gathering, (laughs) you know, um, to, to help you, um, to help you move forward. So what did I learn now? What can I take with me? What's my takeaway, a good positive takeaway from, you know, a negative experience that I can take into the next experience. And when I really started looking in in more than a decade now, I really started looking into reflection, um, into the writings about reflection, um, and some of the theory around reflection. And that really gave me a framework for it ha- really helped me understand the parts of journaling that why journaling works so well for me um, because that's the process of reflection reflection is all about learning from experience um, and it gave me a framework to really build my journal around and take it to the next level and make sure that it is really purpose-driven um, and really positive and really supportive and encouraging I have a really friendly I think of my journal in a, in a super friendly way, you know, the kind of, um, if you haven't in journaled in a while, you know, you, you know how you, you have friends that you haven't spoken to in a while, but then when you see them again, you can just pick right up, right yes. back up where you left off, you know, yes. that's a journal. So there's, there's no judgment there. There's no guilt there. You can say, you can be fully yourself in your journal and you can move forward as yourself, um, and discover what works best for you. You can kind of let go of, what you should be doing and figure out what you could be doing um, in your oh, journal. It's a, yeah. So, I mean, there's just, this is my absolute favorite topic for discussion. <laughs> and I just have so many good things to say about it. And I feel so, um, I, I, t- I, there's so much joy in sharing um, what I'm learning as I go. And I am a learner. I am still learning about this myself. Yeah. Oh, there are so many things I want to say. First of all, <laughs> your enthusiasm is contagious, right? Like you're talking to someone who loves to notebook and journal and and I'm I'm feeling the energy just kind of <laughs> radiating off of you, which is so exciting. But one thing you said early when you first started talking that made me made me think about the ways that my journal is really showing up for me now is it's almost yeah. like a meditative experience, right? I am a terrible meditator. I cannot sit still. I know that I'm supposed to let the thoughts in and then watch them go. And I am just not good at that. But I feel like my journal acts as that. I I can put them on the paper. I can step away. I can get the perspective. I can feel better. 
and I can move on. And I was really struck by that theme in your your own journaling story, which is that yeah. purpose, that intention of what journaling can really do for us. And last mm-hmm. week on the podcast, I talked about all of the health benefits that are associated yeah. with a regular writing practice. And as, as mm-hmm. you're speaking, it's just all just kind of has this beautiful snowball effect of what could happen and how we feel and all of those possibilities with just a piece of paper and a pencil and some printables. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. You too. Right. It's really a celebration of you. Um, when sometimes that's hard to come by, sometimes we, you know, uh, you know, you, you can, you can be discouraged or, or not quite sure how to move, what the next step should be. Um, and putting ideas in writing is a great way to kind of show you the possibilities. I find, you know, the, yes. the whole idea of the, the problem well stated is half solved. You know, when you start to, when you start to write about what's happening, uh, when you start to write about an experience, let's say, um, a good experience or a negative, both, any kind of experience, um, when you capture those details, there are insights in those details. There are ahas in those details. Um, there may be things that you remember about the experience that you didn't catch at the time when it was happening. Um, there may be themes or patterns that emerge out of your experiences that you can capture when you write them down. Um, so that, that's like, so uh, yes, <laughs> um, I think there's, yeah, there are just, there are so many benefits. And, and uh, when you talked about, you know, meditating and taping, taking a step back, um, you know, in, in some of the readings I've done, I've, I've seen reflection talked about as um, slowing down the learning. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like you said, when you take a moment to reflect, it kind of slows up, puts everything in slow-mo for a minute. <laughs> um, you can take a step back and you can, you can really think about and process what happens, what happened. Um, and, and that's that again that's like that's the reflective aspect so it's more than just capturing events and experiences as you experience them it's also making sense of them right and what we do in our journal a lot of what we do in our journals is making sense um and you get to decide that you you it's you who's making sense of it so you get to decide what's meaningful to you in that experience mm-hmm. right so it puts you in a it puts you in a, in control um of your own experiences and of what's happening um you know and then the final step of reflection is is action right it's very action oriented so then once you figured out what your experience means to you then you get to say okay what am i going to do with that information you know, what am I going to do next time? What am I going to bring with me next time to my experience that I've learned from this one? Um, you know, and so that also gives you a sense of control as well, that you're going to go out. I love another thing I read to you is you're going to go out and happen to things instead of things happening to you. <laughs> when you oh, have another one. I need to write you, that one down. Right? too. I love it. I love that one. Yeah. And, you know, coming out of the pandemic and coming out of 2020 and 2021 and 2022, you know, the more control that we can feel, the better. And being able to have that control, even if it's just on the page, does make you feel, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like, like you, you can, you can move forward from, from something, you know, that you felt stuck in. And I, I love what you just said about the action part, because I'm a big morning page person. I love Julia Cameron. 
I, I <laughs> get up every morning, you know, like four thirty, five o'clock, I've got my coffee. I'm in my morning pages. And one of the things that I found though, early on week after week in the beginning was that those morning pages were very negative. Like I was just using them as a brain dump of every possible thing that could have been bothering me or, or going wrong. And after a couple of weeks of that, you know, I realized, okay, my notebook can be more than this. I can, mm -hmm. I can, I don't have to leave it on the page just like that. I, I can take it a step further. And that's where I love some of the prompts that you provide because I need some of that guidance sometime to know where to go next, whether it's those fun alphabet pages or, <laughs> you know, some of the other ones I love. Um, I also love your, your emergency journal pages. Oh, those, me too. <laughs> yeah. Those just really help in thinking, okay, what could I do with my notebook and, and how do I, how do I keep pushing the the practice along. And, and those prompts were really helpful for me and turning the morning pages routine into a negative Nelly session into, okay, so what the heck are we going to do about this? Cause I could see it. I could see it on the page and where do we go from there? So I love that you mentioned action being that next step. It's not just notebooking. It's not just journaling. It's yeah. a catalyst for what you could do with your, your whole life. Yeah, it is. A, it is a tool. Um, and as a tool, it needs to be useful, right? Our journals should should be useful. So um, that's my argument too for for developing, making sure that your journal practice works for you. They're they're just like you said, right? Like so, if there's a if there's a part if there's a, a, an aspect of journaling that you want to pursue, like the morning pages, like being able to do that in a really productive way, then you know experimenting like you have. Um, and kind of working through it until you find the, the practice that, or, the, or the, the technique that works in your journal practice for you um, is a huge part, I think, of journaling, is a huge part of how to make sure that that tool is useful for you. Um, there, I know there are parts of, when, when, we, when we look at our experiences and we look at ourselves, it can be uncomfortable right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when we explore things that didn't go well, when we explore failures, um, that, that can be really uncomfortable. So for me, it's really important to have a journal practice that supports you and encourages you. Um, so, you know, to keep the parts of journaling that work for you and don't worry about getting rid of, like, get rid of the parts that don't work for you, that don't feel, that don't feel good, that don't feel useful to you. Um, there are, I say this all the time, there, there are no rules with journaling, right? Um, whatever works for you is, is the rule for you. <laughs> yeah. We have to find our own path, our own, our own way with it, which is a perfect segue actually to talk about the different kinds of printable pages that you have on your website. You have those beautiful alphabet pages. I already mentioned the emergency pages. I love the one thing pages and my, my newest obsession that now I will have is uh, the printable, the calendar, the one, the one little thing, everyday calendars. Yep. I am a sucker for a good calendar and a daily practice. So that's yep. going on on my neck. So I guess I would love for you to talk more about the different kinds of guided okay. journals and journaling pages that you have so that listeners can kind of connect with one that they think might be a next best move for their notebooks. 
So part of part of the I do have a very wide variety you of do. pages you that do. I offer. Part of that yeah, tracks my own development in journaling, um, my own understanding of how journaling works, and my own kind of ever broadening exploration of what journaling can be. Um, so there's there's a little bit of evolution there, um, which I think is really helpful. So some of my earlier pages might benefit new journalers, and some of my more recent pages might benefit journalers who are a little further along or who are um, who are just looking for some new and who are who are like who adore journaling and are very involved in journaling and maybe just looking for a different avenue or some different inspiration for their own journals. Um, some of my earliest pages were the 10 minute journal pages. Yes. I have a huge section of those. So 10 minutes to reflect on your day, 10 minutes to highlight your day, yeah. um, 10 minutes to let your mind wander. <laughs> which is- I liked the reverse engineer. That That's one of my favorites. The reverse engineer your day was one of my favorites. So that came from that also came like so that came from a bit of academic reading as well I was looking at they were it was from a story um, or a paper about curriculum development and starting with what you want your end point to be and then working your curriculum back to make sure that it um, yes. that it gets you there right yeah. so um, so I thought what if we do that with our days what if we start at the end of our day how do I want to feel at the end of my day yeah. And then work backwards. What steps can I take to get there? Like, what can I, so now it's the morning. What can I do now to make sure that I, or to, to help, to encourage me to be there at the end of the day. Um, so the, and the 10 minute pages, what I wanted to accomplish with, with those was the idea that um, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to, you don't have to sit down and spend an hour journaling right. um, that it can be, in little little snippets of observation, that insight can come from little um, observations about your day. My journaling is um, point form. Very often, it's in point form, and it's in lists, and it's in snippets. Um, I love lists. I'm so excited to hear you say that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because I I feel like that's what. Well, first of all, that's what works for me. <laughs> right. Um, right. That. that really I have it with me all the time and I kind of dive in there when I need it it's there for me when I need it and so I'll dive in with just little thoughts here and there as I have them as a way to capture them um and I'll dive in with little I use I do a lot of problem solving in my journal so I'll dive in when I have a little problem and try and work it out um and so I wanted people so with the 10 minute pages to realize that there doesn't need to be a lot of setup you don't have to um you can just dive in just dive in and spend 10 minutes and see what happens. Um, and at the very least, you've captured some details about your day um, that are that are recorded that you can look back on. Um, kind of the fun of the 10 minute journal pages is you could do the same. I have many, many of the 10 minute pages, but you can do the same one, let's say five days in a row and then see and then look at them together. What sort of patterns emerge? What what are the things you talk about? What are the things that you find are important in your day over and over again? You know, what are the things you enjoy over and over again? How can you make more room for those things? Yes. You know, so uh, and then the, the prompts you talked about to those two. Some of my very earliest pages were printable prompts. So it's one prompt. It's one big prompt <laughs> on a page. So things like one of my favorites from that collection is three little things about today that mean a lot. So yeah. little things that mean a lot. Um, and you can find that it's, it's incredible when you go looking in your day, what yeah. you can find, you know, yeah. um, when you, 
when, when you have a good sense of what matters to you, when you really look at, I think sometimes we don't spend time doing this. Uh, when you, when you look at your day and you figure out what are the parts that really matter to me? What are the parts that, that light me up or that make me feel good about what I'm, what I'm doing um, or that feel meaningful, that feel productive? What are those things? You know, when they're top of mind, they're, that's, those are things then that you can pour your energy, energy into tomorrow and the next day, you know? So I love, I love that kind of exploration of, um, for sure, the, the 10 minute pages and the printable prompts are about today, about right now. What are we, what are we doing instead of, you know, I wish I could, or I think I could, what are you doing right now? Let's start with what you're doing now, figure out what's great about that. And then um, figure out how to expand that or to continue to do that, or to even just recognize, you know, that part of my day makes me really happy. And I'm really, and I'm glad for that. And I'm yeah. grateful for that. Yeah. You know, your pages, I mean, they're, they're printable pages. They're for notebooks. They're for journaling, but honestly, there's a whole lot of life coaching in those pages, <laughs> <laughs> you know, walking through that process. It, it really is. It's, it may seem like on the surface as we're talking about it, this 10 minute prompt, but gosh, it really can be a game changer for the way that we think and the way that we live. It's just, and it's really what I'm like, again, as a journaler, first and foremost, these are the things that I'm learning that make a difference in my journaling. Um, and that I think are really supported by the theory by, you know, reflective theory as well. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what I try to, I think, you know, that's what I try and do in my pages is bring a little bit of the theory to it, but um, mostly make it make the journaling super accessible really positive, lighthearted, mm -hmm. um, small doses is a, you know, like I said, journaling can be uncomfortable. There are parts that can be uncomfortable. And one of the ways that I manage that in my own journaling is just little, approach it a little bit at a time, kind of in manageable chunks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the only way we really get things done, right? Without, without being overwhelmed. And, you know, you mentioned your, your website, um, this will sound silly, but honestly, your website is my happy place. It is beautiful. Oh, it's this beautiful gleaming white background and then just color and writing and journal pages. It's yeah. Whenever I need to pick me up, I just start scrolling through any of the pages and oh. I never leave without something that I can start jotting down uh, to brighten up my day. You've got, you've got so much goodness on there. Those are, those are all, so every photograph on there are pictures that I've taken in my, in my, my office space. Um, it's all, uh, I think too, like the reason, and, and the reason I do that is because to show people that anyone can do this, <laughs> you know, yeah. that um, uh, as a, a one person show here, um, a one person journal factory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's really doable. Every, journaling, kind of um, developing a regular journal habit that's really joyful and really expansive is absolutely doable. Um, and that we can all, it's something that we can all do it. And, and my goal is really to just put as many ideas out there as possible, hoping, you know, hoping to, to inspire people and, and journal, journalers uh, and people who want to journal and um, take what works for you. And I, you know, I hope what they'll do, what, what you'll do is um, um, use those to develop your own journal practice and your own uh, um, practice that works for you. Yeah. 
Well, there is one thing on your website because okay. you mentioned being a one woman show and yeah. one thing on your website that is sold out, that when it is not sold out, I will be the very first person <laughs> in your cart are those beautiful miniature little guided journals with those envelopes that look like books. Oh. oh my goodness. I'm not doing the explanation any justice, but they're beautiful and, and <sighs> miniature. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping you have plans to make a few more of those because I will be <laughs> the first person coming back to get them. I love all things mini. I love them. I don't know. Um, I don't know what episode number it was, but I got to talk with Deborah Glanz, who is a paper crafter, and she makes these miniature notebooks and these miniature things. And I was smitten with all these <laughs> miniature notebooks. And so when I saw those on your website, I thought, okay, I have to keep bookmarking this to come back and see when they're they're back. <laughs> they're beautiful. I love oh, thank them. you. It again is just pushing the pushing the boundaries and sometimes with a digital format, something, sometimes I just want to make something with my hands. I want to make something tangible with my hands. Um, and so that's where they came from and playing with, with patterned paper. And um, that always gives me new ideas for, for journaling as well. <laughs> so yeah, a, a lot of in there making stuff, right? Yeah. Play and making stuff that, that is the name of the game. Oh, I love it. So I have a question for you about how to bring these printable pages into a notebooker's routine. So I, I mentioned being the, you know, the, the type A kind of notebooker, which is I've got my notebook and I write in it and I, I vary what I write and I do lots of things in my notebook, but it's not very creative, which is why I love your printable pages. And I'm wondering what you recommend for people who want to bring in these guided journal pages into their notebooking. Do we print the pages and we cut them out to fit our notebook that we already have? Do we print them on sticker paper and stick it right in there to replace our page? Or do we do we go disc bound? Do we print them out on really mm -hmm. nice, wonderful, thick paper and bind them up? I guess I'm wondering what you recommend for how to bring these pages into either a new or existing notebooking and journaling habit. So I use those pages as well. I use them all the time. <laughs> and I, I keep it really simple. I have um, I have a craft binder, uh, so the craft paper, the the kind of um, yeah. parcel paper yeah. uh, binder um, that my mom gave me a long time ago that I just love. I, it's just it's simple and it feels home homemade. It feel I just love it. Um, and so I keep those pages um, chronologic, like reverse chronologically, so the most recent on top um, going down. I keep them in a binder. <laughs> Um, I've experimented with all sorts of different ways of playing with my pages. So you can cut out just the, just the, so um, most of my pages, if you haven't seen them before, have a prompt and then a box that you can write in or a prompt and then some lines that you can write on. So you can just cut out the ones that speak to you and, and attach those in any way you like into your, into your notebook. So you could use wash the colorful washi tapes to put them in there. Um, you Ooh, could. Uh, I haven't done that. I, I am told. Oh, I've told I, I do that. that. I am definitely, I'm writing that down. I have just been using sticker paper and sticking them, but washi paper is way more fun. Oh, okay. 
There we go. Um, I also love the um, the rolls of tape. The it's too, so it's a roll of um, like dry, so it's like it's it's like a dry glue. It's like it's in, it's a it's kind of in between a tape and a glue, and you can roll it on the back of something, and it sticks it to the page. So you can do that. Um, you could mix and match from different pages, which I think would be like that's yeah taking it outside. You know that, that I, I think, is. <laughs> what I would love is to is to take the pages and do something creative, like do something new with them. Maybe do something almost a little, you know, I get. You, you, I don't know what the right word is, but yes, like mix and match. Um, uh, do something that maybe what isn't intended. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so what I have in my own journal practice is I actually have two journals. Um, so I have what I call like a working journal. I ha it's a notebook and I write it right in it in pencil in point form. Um, it's where I keep my to-do lists. I keep my, um, um, when I'm reading, I keep my, my, my reading notes in there as well. Any quotes that I find that I, that I, that I love. Um, I do my problem solving in there. I create prompts in there. It's kind of an everything all at once journal, which I love because it means there's, there are no limits. I can put anything in there that I want. Um, and I mark it up with, uh, with sticking with, um, yeah, with post-its around the edges. So if there's parts that yes. I want to keep in mind, I do that. Um, and then, so that's, and then I also, and that's in, also always dated and in chronological order. Um, and then I also have kind of a companion binder, which is full of the journal pages that I'm working through and working on. Um, and I keep those as well. So I, I kind of keep them in, in two different places. And the, the binder with the journal pages is super colorful. Um, I write all over the pages. Um, yeah. I I try I, even in my own journal pages. I try and explore kind of what the limits of the journal pages are. How can I go beyond the limits? So, for example, one thing I've been doing recently is in my own journal pages is, and I don't I don't have a spot for this in any of my pages, but maybe I will add it. Is at the bottom of the page I add my takeaway. So I do the whole page, and then I read back over the page. And then I'm like, what is my takeaway from this page? Like, what's one thought I want to take with me today from this page that's encouraging or supportive or helps me move forward? Um, so it's 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 really about it's really about exploration. Um, yeah, that's how, that's how my journaling works, and and about um, not having any boundaries on that or any limits on that. Feeling very unlimited in what I can accomplish in my journal. So. That's how I do it. I don't, um, did I answer your question? <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Because now there's lots of options, right? We can, we can cut it out and put it in there. We've got stickers, we've got washi tape, we can mix and match. It is, it is definitely um, something that I've wondered about. And I know many others do too. So I am, I'm really glad to have those options. You said one thing that, that made like my heart burst open because this is, this is my happy place is talking about reading and books, right? And I love journaling about the books I've read because I truly believe in the power of bibliotherapy that books yeah. can teach us. And if we pay attention, if we look for those lessons, if we pull out those quotes or those themes or the things that are making us think, whether that's in a happy way or a jealous way or an anxious way, that there's something we can 
learn from that. So I love that you talked about journaling about your reading life. And now here's where my mind's going. My mind's like, hey, Christy, I think, I think you need a page, maybe in the shape of a cute book <laughs> with a heart. I, I'm I'm visioning a page for you in the future. That would be a really fun way to pull those really important pieces from our reading life because they always end up in my journal. I feel like my reading life informs my writing life and, and vice versa. So I was really excited to see that you're doing the same thing in that one big giant notebook that you have. So yeah, putting a bug in your ear (laughs) for your your next write that down on your board. (laughs) I'm totally going to write that down. Well, I'll, yes. And I'll remind you, yes, please do. I know know you do those collaborations um, with with others. And so I thought, oh, yes, I've, I've got to put that, that bug in your ear. Don't worry if you don't write it down, I'll email you. (laughs) I love uh, collaboration would be wonderful. I I think that's fun. Yeah. Awesome. I would love to do that. So do you have, before we wrap up any any little last nuggets of journaling advice for listeners who either want to make journaling a new habit or just want to keep the habit going or push the boundaries? Any, any things you want to share? I think that's the thing to remember about your journal is that it is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> um, okay. A judgment-free, guilt-free, no rules zone. So you can write with any implement, you know, you can paint in it, you can write in it, uh, you can use markers, a pencil, a pen, whatever works for you, um, any format. I know um, for some people that's a bit too wide open. Um, they want some direction about, um, about, about journaling. So I think that's, that's one of the things that, one of the reasons that I put my prompts out there too, is that it could be that the prompt, a journal, you know, a, a thoughtful journal prompt could be a, can be a place to start. Um, and I think journalists will be surprised how quickly their own thought processes uh, jump in to expand the experience. Um, and another thought I have is if you're if if you can't find the words in your journal, you can use you know you can use other people's words. You can you know what we were saying. You can put down a quote that that's really meaningful to you. Um, and the way to journal about that is to then reflect on it. So, um, you know, if your words aren't, if you, if you don't have the words, put down a quote that's, you know, you could write into your journal a quote that's meaningful and then follow up with, you know, why is that meaningful to you? One, my, my big thing is, is one thing, right? So one thing about that quote that's meaningful to you. Um, um, one, you know, one part of the quote that's meaningful and then one reason why it's meaningful, um, one way it inspires you, that sort of thing. Um, and that to delve a little bit into your own thinking to, to kind of activate your own voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and just to remember that your journal isn't going to judge what you write. Um, you, you can write whatever needs to be written there. Um, and, and it can be, you know, you can, there are so many things, there are so many ways to start, you could engage your senses, right? This is a really common journal prompt, but, you know, one thing you can see, like right now, like th- this is my thing about journaling too, is like right now, you can just start right here, right now, start where you're, where you are. So one thing you can see, one thing you can hear, one thing you can smell, um, uh, another thing I like is, so one thing you can see around, maybe when you look, look up, 
when you look down, when you look left, when you look right. But then I always finish with when you close your eyes, one thing you can see. And that's kind of a way to engage your imagination. Um, so there's like, and, and, and the key to journaling too is those perspectives, right? Like how to bring lots of different perspectives into your journal because there, there are so many insights um, in those different perspectives. Um, and it reminds you, we, we, I remember in, in your email, you asked me about lists <laughs> um, and why lists. And, and that's another place you can start. You can start with lists. Um, my journal is full of lists because they are accessible. It's really easy. It doesn't require any, uh, any uh, back. It doesn't require any homework. You know, it doesn't require you to, to, to prepare in any way. Um, you can just make a list and it can just be one word lists. Um, but what a list can do uh, is remind you how is can give you kind of the depth and breadth of an idea that you're examining, but it can also remind you that there are lots of different ways to look at it. Um, and what I love about journaling too is, you know, when we're, when we're stuck, um, journaling from different perspectives can remind us there's lots of different ways to look at a problem and to solve a problem and to look at an experience. There may be something negative in the experience, but there are a lot of positives you can take from it as well. Um, yeah. And speaking of that page, it's funny that you mentioned that one because that page, when you sent it out to your email list of journaling fans, you said that was a page that, you know, didn't go as planned or, or, um, I'm not, I can't remember the exact wording you used. And, and it, it's actually one of my favorites because it, it is about listing your favorites using the letters of the alphabet, which is what we used inside my Get Literate community when I shared it. So, you know, that's just kind of a full circle that journaling is not perfect. And the nope. idea is that even, you know what, no matter what goes on the page, we can, we can learn from it. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that's a really great piece of advice because for those of us that are perfectionists or are afraid <laughs> to get started, there is no yeah. wrong way. There is no wrong way. And as you said, right in the very beginning, it's just half the fun is figuring it out of what's going to yep. work for you, which yep. is, you know, half the fun is getting there, right? Isn't that the, yep. remember I had that yep. phrase, like hair bear suitcase as a kid, half the fun is getting there. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, um, it's an adventure. It's, it's always an adventure and um, it's a, it, that's a, I, I always, I always, when I'm, when I'm uh, nervous about something, I say, well, it'll be, an, it'll, at least it'll be an adventure. Yes. Um, and I think we can find little, little adventures every day. Um, little bits of, of not quite knowing what's going to happen next, but being really excited to find out. Um, and, and journaling is, is a great support, support for that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What another little nugget to end on right there. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Tell listeners where we can find you so that they can see these pages and just kind of absorb all of the journaling energy you have. My So my website is christyzimmer.com and uh, I spell Christy with a C-H and an I-E. <laughs> C-H yep. at the beginning and an I-E at the end. Um, and I have a newsletter there. I often share ideas that I'm working through. If you're interested in kind of the process of journaling and the ideas behind some of the pages, um, that's where I share a lot of that is in my newsletter. So if you want to kind of a sneak peek, <laughs> um, I would love I would love to um, to be able to share those with anyone who's who's interested. And um, and I I am 
always happy to chat. So uh, I have a contact um, uh, section on my page. And if anyone has any questions about journaling or any thoughts or comments about their own journal practice or any successes they want to share, any you know, celebrations of their own journal successes they want to share, um, I always reply and I love to chat. So um, please you know, be in contact anytime. And, and I, I would love to meet, I'm always um, excited to meet fellow journalers and hear their journal stories. Oh, well, I I can imagine you're going to get an influx in your inbox. This is <laughs> such a fun, uplifting, energizing conversation around journaling. I'm so grateful that you took the time to just talk all things journaling with me. I my brain is is spinning with new ideas that I have for my own. And like I said, I you you can't help but just feel the energy that you have for this, whether it's talking in person or being on your email list. It's, it's such a treat when updates and new pages come through from you. So thank you for all that you're putting out in the world. It's, it's wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. (laughs) And and I'm sure when I journal about it later, I'm going to have so many new ideas for, uh, for journal pages. Yeah. Well, you can always come back and we can talk about them. Oh, I would love to. Thank you so much, Chrissy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Get Literate Podcast. You'll find links to all the books, resources, and ideas mentioned in the show notes and at alitlife.com. And if you want more, you might like to join my Patreon community. There, you'll find additional inspiration for your reading and writing lives, like bonus podcast episodes, book calendars, monthly book clubs, notebooking challenges, live events, giveaways, and much more. It's only $5 a month, and you get instant access to all the previous content, too. You can learn more at getliterate.co. But one more thing. If you love what you listen to today, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast or take a screenshot of the episode and text it to a friend. This helps the podcast grow and builds our bookish and notebookish community too. Thanks so much for listening.